0: importance of uh, humility and uh, okay, that's right Uh, so it formed a committee uh, to to find the most humble person in the church, so many names were submitted and uh, numerous candidates were evaluated and they were assessed And finally the committee uh, came to a unanimous decision they selected a quiet little man who always stayed in the background. He had never taken praise or glory for anything he had done in the church. And so, they awarded him a button. Okay? And on that badge, on that button was written the words, most humble. It's nice to get that kind of badge, isn't it? I don't know how many of us qualify but It should be nice <laughs> You know Now this button of course was given in honor uh, To honor him of course For his uh, faithful service in the church uh, However The next day They had to take it away from him Do you know why? Yes la. Why? Why did they take it away from him? Don't be so quiet please. Huh? Why? Anybody? Sorry. Because Ah. <laughs> Wonderful, you can have one extra Nasiluma. He pinned it on his shirt. You know, that man in the church began to think highly of himself (laughs) after getting the button of the badge which said, Most Humble. They're supposed to be most humble. So, today's gospel passage is a discussion of humility and hospitality. Now, it is one of those key warnings to us all, to us Christians, about our... our uh, it has to do with our Christian spiritual life. Yeah? And Jesus must have noticed, as we heard in the gospel passage, Jesus must have noticed In the Pharisee's home, they scramble for the most important place in the meal at the meal. And so Jesus tells a parable, yeah? To all those who are gathered there at that meal, and he speaks about how our human values, yeah, the values of importance are turned upside down. The last shall be first. Remember? The last shall be first and you will give your place to the least of your brothers and your sisters. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Now these are beautiful words. eh? I think we all remember these words. Isn't it? You might have memorized these words. But certainly, these are not easy words to follow, right? However, there is something that we are reminded, you know, especially during this season of Trinity, as we, you know, throughout this season of Trinity, we have been reminded that in embracing the Christian faith, as we, as we, as we consider ourselves to be Christians, we have become new people. We have become we, we are a new creation. that's what we are. Amen say something uh, please okay <laughs> all right So we are a new creation we are a new people yeah and uh, because we are a new people much is expected of us you know And because we are new people, we are a new creation, we must build new identities in Christ. We have been promised that when we open our hearts to the least of our brothers and sisters, when we invite all to the banquet, we will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. What a wonderful promise. Earlier on, I said that it is very difficult to follow what Jesus has said. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Do you know why? Why is it difficult? Why is it difficult? You know, there are four things that we we all want in life. Four things that we all want in life. These are the things that we yearn for all the time. Do you know what they are? Sorry, I'm asking too many questions this morning. Some are half awake, some half asleep. Hmm? Four things that we want in life. What is it that any of us want in life? Anybody? Huh? Health. Uh, not hell, huh? Health. Ah, health. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. So first, we all want to we want to live, isn't it? Huh? We want to live and we want to live healthily. Correct, huh? Hmm. Secondly. We all want to be loved All of us want to be loved Right? Yeah? And thirdly We all want some variety Maybe that's why we are in church today Some of us Hmm? We want something different, isn't it? Never mind, let me go to church this morning Next week I'll rest Hmm. We don't want to wear the same sari every time. Yeah? We don't want to wear the same shirt every time. We don't want to eat koityao every day. Right? Yeah, we want variety. Now, what is the fourth want that I have not mentioned? The fourth one. Anybody? This time you will get two nasalam. What is the fourth want in our lives that I have not mentioned? Huh? Peace, huh? okay, peace. The fourth want is actually importance, huh?
1: the feeling of importance. We
0: all want to feel important. What yeah. huh? We all want to feel important. Prestige, power, respect. We all want that feeling of importance, yeah? And that is why sometimes we say, "Who do you think you're talking to?" Huh? <laughs> isn't it? Uh, who do you think you're talking to?" That, the voice goes louder each time. <laughs> yeah And that's what makes people, you know, show off and brag, isn't it?? Huh? And how do we do that? How do we brag and show off? Of course, not every time you can ask people, who do you think they are talking to? Yeah? How do we show up? We do it with our clothes. Yeah? Not this kind of clothes. Lah, huh? Okay? With our clothes, with our handbags, with our handphones, <laughs> with our cars, with our titles. In Malaysia, very important, you know, titles. huh? Now you know why the guests at the dinner chose places of honor. Because why? They wanted to feel important, honored, respected. I'm sure that we all have stories. Huh? We have heard people say, you know, do, do, do you know who I am? Sometimes I've, I've heard people telling me, asking me, do you know who I am? I'm so sorry, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Do you realize who you're talking to? Wow. Now, what is the implication? When they ask that kind of question, what are they actually trying to say? They're trying to say that if everybody knew who that person was, then that person would be treated better, isn't it? That is why, sadly, of course, we see this happening so often. Eh? People are often treated differently, better than others. True, huh? Eh? If somebody came with the latest Mercedes, then we'll say, park right in front of the church, please. Maybe, eh? la <laughs> Sorry, no place. Our society has always, you know, has found ways, huh? Eh? Of differentiating and making some people of higher status than others. Why is that? And because of that, huh, many people crave for status. <laughs> huh? Many people crave for status. Now the latest, especially in the church, everybody gets a doctorate. Don't know what this doctrine is about, you know. I also got one, but. Now I'm so ashamed to say that <laughs> I got a doctorate. Uh, everybody else has got a doctorate now. Status, mm-hmm. and we see this happening all the time, especially here in Malaysia, and many many other parts of the world. Huh? No wonder some people go to great lengths huh, to get a dato or a tan Sri, huh? pay money. Pay thousands somehow I must get one Dattu Tansri. and how quick they are you know to point out that they are different and place themselves in a higher platform they must be respected that importance must be shown how much we crave for importance huh? we crave for importance for status and for positions of honor the same thing happened at the dinner that day. Where Jesus was. And sometimes we see this happening, uh, sadly. Yeah? Sometimes we see this happening not only in secular society, but sometimes even in the church. Correct? Huh? Ah. One church I went, I said, after breakfast time, I said, I line up with everybody else and get my breakfast. <laughs> no, Padre, you know, there is a reserve. Table for you, I said, never mind la uh, I'll stand with everybody else and go and sit with anyone else. <laughs> uh, see how you know the pressure comes on you, you know It's a reserved table for you. what wow. what is so reserved about that? You know? Sadly, even some priests uh, have become Datto now. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we know that uh, Anglican church. Uh. So they can sit in places of honor And so Luke in his gospel this morning Has a very forceful message for us The message is about those who look for status And who want to have positions of power, wealth and prestige We all want to feel important Don't Don't you think so? All of us Want to feel important? Sure! We all want to succeed. We all want to feel proud. We want to feel proud of our achievements, our power, our wealth, our prestige, our status. But the thing is this. Pride is the opposite of humility. Pride is the opposite of humility. But what is pride? Yeah? What is pride? Maybe you can't see. Let me read that. Yeah? Pride is a desire to be more important or attractive than others. Failing to acknowledge the good of others and excessive love of self. And pride is one of the seven deadly sins, my friends. We need to remember this. One of the seven deadly sins. Pride separates us from one another and from God. Whatever the degree of pride, it is rooted in our unwillingness to trust God. That's what it is. It shows our determination to be in control. Actually, pride blurs our vision. And everything is aimed towards oneself. It is turned inward. That is what pride is. Pride hides our brokenness. You know how? By not letting us admit our need for healing. That is pride. So today's gospel uh, passage reminds us that we are actually fooling ourselves if we think that we will ever be in control through our own efforts. And so the people, the parable actually, praises the virtues of humility And hospitality The kingdom of God is that ultimate experience of wholeness and joy and belonging It is God's gift to offer and will only come to those who do not presume their place in that kingdom You know, hospitality is a lost art in many parts of the world Hospitality is a lost art In many parts of the world We are also losing it Very fast In Malaysia Where did we ever get this idea You know that Hospitality must be reciprocated Where did we ever get this idea Where did we ever learn To scratch each other's back Uh, You scratch my back I scratch your back Uh, We all feel nice Huh Where did we ever get this idea? Don't we scratch somebody's back just for the sake of scratching? (laughs) Uh. Hospitality is not a transaction, my friends. You know, it is not a deal you strike with someone, you know, strike up with someone. It is not a calculated gift that you can expect something in return. It has nothing to do with improving one's social status in the community. By definition, hospitality is an unconditional gesture. It must come almost naturally from us, you know? Yet today we live in a world where you you scratch my back and I have to scratch yours. Hospitality must be offered in love with no obligations, no strings attached. We can offer hospitality but we cannot control the outcome. As soon as our hospitality is intended for a particular person or group of people at the exclusion of ours, then it is no longer authentic. It is instead a performance, a show, a business deal. So offering genuine hospitality is difficult. It is risky because you do not know the outcome and you may attract the outcasts. We don't have to go, go too far. How many of us actually will ask the maid in the house to join us at mealtime? Oh... That's too much, isn't it? The maid is there to serve you. How can she come and join you in your meal together at the same table? Authentic hospitality requires a willingness on our part to enter into relationships and events in which we do not control the outcome. We cannot control the outcome. We should not control the outcome. It means using our energy, our gifts, to create an environment where everyone, anyone, no matter how outcast, they'll be welcome. It means accepting with grace the extra care a friend or a stranger offers. But when someone does that, you know, we often ask this question, why is he or she doing this to me, uh, immediately, you know, even if we don't ask uh, that question in our mind. <laughs> Why is this fellow so good to me? Udang sebalik batu. Kan? Maybe, uh, another time he is going to ask me for something, ask me to do something. See? And as the writer to the Hebrews reminds us... Uh, Passage that was read to us earlier It says let love Let mutual love continue Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers For by by doing that Some have entertained angels Without knowing it When our hearts are connected with God our maker Authentic hospitality is a natural byproduct, you know? It should be a natural byproduct yeah, of our behavior. We recognize God's hand and we are not tempted to believe that we are we are the center of the universe. Mm? <laughs> we accept the outcast in ourselves. Yeah? That part which is poor or lame or blind or imprisoned and enter into relationships with humility and with openness. We know deep down that the Lord is our helper and that we do not need to be afraid. The kingdom of God is a gift, my friends, which comes to those who do not assume their right to be there. Maybe nowhere in this is this message more more forceful than the meal which Jesus gave to his disciples to remember him. We are not invited to the Eucharist because of our social standing or or our birthright or you have a PhD or a Datto or a Tansri. No. No one is invited to the Lord's Supper because you have been a Christian all your life or you are a member of the PCC or the choir. Or you're president of an Oxybody. No. We are not honored here because, we sorry, we are honored here because Jesus, through Jesus, God has called us up to places of dignity. Through Jesus, God has called us up to places of dignity. At this meal, later on in the service, we who eat the bread and drink wine are transformed by Christ's passion and his resurrection. Here we are reminded of our identity as baptized Christians. We are reminded that we are being alive in Christ and that we are partners with God in his work to transform the world. No one, no one who comes to eat this bread and drink this wine is any better person than anybody else. We are all here only and only By the mercy and grace of God. Let us pray. Maybe you want to pray together this prayer that is on the screen. All-powerful God. You humbled yourself to become human and gave up your place of honor to take our place on the cross. Open our eyes to ways we can offer ourselves for others. Strengthen and encourage us to be happy with what we have and to do our best for your glory. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.